0: Welcome to America's Commercial Real Estate Show, your source for market intel, forecasts and strategies. Hello, I'm Michael Bull. Thank you for being with us. This segments brought to you by commercialagentsuccess.com. Check it out. It is the ultimate in training for commercial agents. Learn more at commercialagentsuccess.com. Well, here we are at the end of 2022. And the uh, question I think on everyone's mind is what is going to happen in 2023 for transaction volume, for performance, for the economy, for inflation, for You know, just uh, what's going to happen moving forward. Well, please welcome my guest. It's Tim Bodner, and Tim is U.S. real estate deals leader with PwC. Tim, good to see you again, sir.
1: Good to see you as well, Michael. Thanks for having us.
0: Great, and and you guys do a a report, a real estate deals outlook every year. You you just came out with your 2023 real estate deals outlook, and uh, I'd like to ask you about that. You know, what are your expectations moving forward, and I think one of the things I like to start with is really transaction activity and you know when we look back at 2021 I know there's a lot of comparisons to, for uh, transaction activity in 2022 third and fourth quarter to 2021 and you know I'm a broker we were doing deals all over the southeast and in 2021 it was just crazy it was you know you had the 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 scare right of the 10th exchange getting limited to a million dollars you had the capital gains increase scare and it created a lot of activity and of course interest rates that Historically, way low. So, when we compare a third and fourth quarter volume to twenty twenty one, is is that really fair? Should we go back a little further?
1: Yeah, it's um it's a really important point, Michael, in terms of how we how we look at things. And when you look at it relative to to twenty twenty one, it is it is down uh to over twenty percent uh kind of quarter over quarter, but. If you, if you do the analysis that you're referring to and you compare it to kind of quarters to 20, in 2020, 2019, and, and prior to that, it is one of the most active years so far that, 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 that we've seen. And so our, our uh, view is that transaction activity is down. We can talk about the reasons as to why, but we still believe that 2023 will be a, a year of, of transaction resiliency. Uh, that we'll see in in particular in, in, in a subset of, of sectors.
0: Okay, well, that's good to hear that you expect 2023 to have good transaction activity. Um, let's say someone's listening or watching and says, all right, Tim Bodner, <laughs> what do you mean? Their interest rates are high. People are you know, still concerned about pricing discovery. Why are we going to see good deal activity?
1: Yeah, so <clears throat> uh, Clearly, the market environment at the at the present time is 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 choppy. There still are a lot of <clears throat> headwinds on 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 that are that everyone is facing: uh, interest rates, inflation. We still have uh, a war happening in in Europe and other geopolitical matters, and so it is a very challenging macro setup. Having said all that, when you look at the the, the fundamental trends that are driving. Uh, activity in certain sectors, sectors like logistics, uh, sec- the, the residential uh, related themes. and then what we've been talking about for a while is what is starting to become to us you know an era of kind of the experience uh, experiential related sectors. Uh, those secular trends are 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 present and they haven't subsided. and so we think those uh, tailwinds are going to be the drivers behind activity in in twenty twenty three and you know we think that that will accelerate meaningfully once we have some of these uh, uh headwinds uh be tempered a bit particularly as as the fed here in the us um starts to kind of slow down the pace of interest rates and people have more clarity into where some of those things are going
0: right and you mentioned that uh you expect more transaction i guess in in certain sectors and property types uh you know what 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 do you see there
1: yeah. So look, right now in residential related themes, if you look at uh, manufactured housing, there's several uh, you know, uh, above $3 billion transactions in the market that are in various uh, stages of processes. There's a tremendous amount of capital uh, that's been oriented towards single family residential. Uh, by some market statistics, there's roughly $80 uh, to $90 billion of capital pointed at uh, single family residential there's a number of uh, joint ventures that are pointed at affordable <coughs> affordable housing uh, and solving some of the structural issues that we have have with housing so there's a, a lot of pipeline in and around residential related themes similarly if you look at the experiential <coughs> related uh, sectors we continue to see uh, activities happening in the hotel uh, management sector, uh, we've seen activist uh, campaigns being at, pointed at certain experiential corporate owners of real estate, and we've seen an insatiable demand for uh, mixed-use developments in and around sports, uh, uh, sports-related uh, themes. If if you look at the major leagues in 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 the U.S. <clears throat> in the professional sports area, uh, I think that. The last kind of numbers that we've accumulated here, it's something like 21 to 22 billion dollars of activity that's slated for 2023, 24 and and, and, and after. So that's what we're seeing in the pipeline and why we think that in those areas, we're going to see resiliency uh, in 23.
0: That's interesting to hear. And uh, what is your outlook then for REITs uh, moving forward into 2023?
1: Yeah, look. November was a November was a great a great month for for REITs because the 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 the, the, the disconnect between private and public markets uh, closed a bit. But we've seen a little bit of that trade off. I think the 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 reality is what the REIT sector is going to experience is um, a, a significant focus on uh, strategy, on operations, and driving shareholder value. And some of that we've seen already. Uh, activist campaigns be squarely focused on that. That's what they're focused on in that area. I think the, uh, some of the numbers that we looked at is that the real estate-related activist campaigns, if you look at the third quarter of 22 versus the, the third quarter of, of, of 21, they're up 43%, 43% year-over-year year activist campaigns pointed at real estate. And it's not necessarily in all cases focused on on transaction activity. But it is focused on strategy and operations. And so that's going to be what we're going to see the REITs uh, having to focus on. I think if, if they're unable, and, and in some cases, some of the activists have been quite clear and direct in their messages that if you're unable to act, act, act on those strategy and operational related factors, then we think you ought to, ought to transact. So uh, the, the REIT market is, that's going to be the area of focus. For the balance of this year, which only have obviously a couple of weeks, and then for sure in 2023 and after.
0: We're talking with Tim Bodner with PWC about their 2023 uh, deals outlook. And, uh, you know, Tim, the multifamily market certainly been uh, robust and been a tremendous amount of activity. Um, but we also had huge rent increases, right, uh, overall uh, year after year. Well, now we're starting to see that slow down and in some cases almost level off or, or drop here recently. Um, you said you expect uh, decent and good uh, transaction activity in twenty twenty three What about for multifamily
1: yeah look I, I think the when when you when you look at residential related themes generally the the clear focus is on affordable housing and so certainly while the while the pace of the fundamentals that we've seen in, in multifamily generally over the last number of years in terms of you know, rent growth and new and renewal leases is has been slowing. Uh, we think that a lot of the transaction activity that we'll we'll see in in the residential themes will will move more towards an affordable uh, affordability, and we've seen that uh, in a number of different cases already in terms of uh, new uh, partnerships and alliances between uh, various institutional investors and and operators.
0: Do you think there'll be much distress? I think a lot of investors. Um, like to buy when when the market's a little slower maybe they get some better prices or looking for opportunistic opportunities do you expect much distress in 2023
1: so, certainly there there is the if you look at um, certain parts of multifamily if you look at office if you look at retail the 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 trend that we've we've talked about in other uh, publications, including our emerging trends in real estate, is that there's definitely a flight to quality, and as that flight to quality <clears throat> continues to occur, there are assets that are going to are going to be uh, become distressed and will have to be be worked out in in various ways. There's certainly uh, a lot of market participants uh, that are starting to act on that in terms of increasing their staffing levels to address. An increase in distressed activity, so we do f- think that there there will be uh, distress in, in the system, but in, in those uh, particular areas, and it, it, we don't uh, see uh, it being something comparable to kind of what we uh, saw, for example, back in the financial crisis.
0: Yeah, yeah, it makes sense, and uh, you know, one of the uh, opportunities with in these cycles, uh, a lot of investors really prefer a cycle, I guess, that we're going into now with higher interest rates, maybe less buyer competition. Maybe you know, if you look at commercial real estate as a long-term hold, maybe you're getting in at a better price per square foot, a better basis uh, to start with. So uh, do you expect uh, cap rates to continue to increase? Do you expect cap rates to have, uh, maybe have leveled off? Any expectations there?
1: Yeah, l- listen, uh, <clears> over <throat> you know, the last couple of weeks, I've had the uh, <clears throat> privilege of being all over the world. Um, in, in Asia and in uh, in Europe this week, and uh, in the U.S. and I think regardless of where where you are in the world, there's a, a prevailing expectation that cap rates are are widening uh, somewhere in the, in the in the range of kind of 75 to <clears throat> to 100 basis points. So certainly there will be uh, cap rate that cap rate adjustments that will flow through. I think the important thing that you touched on in your question is that the the level of activity from uh, investors who have a long-term time horizon and are able to kind of look through the choppiness associated with the current macro setup, uh, the fact that we will have, you know, it feels like some kind of a recessionary period, they are still incredibly active. And so, you know, investors like that will will, will kind of in, in the short term uh, help, you know, create uh, market activity where, you know, the, where there's, um, where other inv- investors have kind of pulled back uh, a bit.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It seems pretty amazing. Some of the properties that we're selling, we're selling some office buildings, some portfolios. And when I look at the prices per square foot that you can acquire a property for now and compare it to replacement costs, it's like, wow, in a long-term hold, that's gotta be a win, right?
1: Yeah. I mean, look, the, the dynamic that's, that's created because of uh, the inflationary impact on on replacement costs uh, like you're saying and if you have you have that compare that dynamic to what's happening uh, with 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 cap rates uh, that actually creates quite a uh, an attractive setup <clears throat> for opportunistic investors and there's a lot of capital on the sidelines in opportunistic related themes. the challenge that uh, is out there right now is 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 the is the uh, depth and liquidity in 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 certain segments of the financing markets and so we need the financing markets to kind of open up uh further uh which we think will likely happen kind of towards the second half of 2023 which will enable that opportunistic capital to be, be deployed at scale uh for 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 the and address the dynamic that you were just alluding to michael
0: yeah good point uh, and i'd like to see the the lenders get a, a more active uh, than they are. There's certainly lenders that that are active, but uh, some have really slowed down and are being cautious. Um, where do you think there might be some opportunities in the market in 2023?
1: we we, we believe increasingly we have more and more conviction around uh, real estate opportunities that are in and around. Experiences and there's a there's a there's a number of ways uh, to express that uh, thematically through kind of from an investment perspective, and what we're seeing a lot of our clients spending time on is exactly how to deploy capital into that theme at at scale. Certainly, uh, if you look at activity in certain segments of the hospitality area around all all inclusive resorts and the like. There's continue to be examples of that, but there's some bigger opportunities, particularly around if you look at uh, what's happening in sports, as I mentioned. If you look at live uh, live experiences, particularly in certain markets like Las Vegas, there's a tremendous amount of demand for for capital, uh, and that's where we see a, a lot of opportunity, and where a number of our, uh, our clients are spending significant amount of time. Uh, exactly, you know, sorting out what's the right structure, uh, how do we align interests and the like. So that's that's area where we think uh folks should keep a close a close eye on
0: yeah that's a a good point uh you know i think we kind of see that in our in our daily lives as well don't we i've asked some some of my family members and friends what would you like for christmas and and they're like "Uh, well we don't want a thing we want an experience we want a trip you know we want to go to a live game and then you were just recently traveling around the world you you kind of saw that firsthand that uh, there's a lot of travelers out there experiencing the world right
1: Listen, you know, it was in Asia two weeks ago and down in, in, in Sydney and the airports were 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 full. Uh, the restaurants were were full. Uh, UK uh, this week, uh, similar dynamic. So I think you're right, Michael. The, the reality is people have been, uh, you know, constrained from being out. And about and enjoying things with people, and 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 that we think is, uh, is was why we're seeing what we're seeing, and and we think that's going to continue for for some time, to come. You can also see it being expressed if you look at the inflation measures, and how much of kind of the inflationary pressure that's in the system is being attributed right now to kind of the service oriented, uh, parts of the economy as opposed to the uh, the the manufacturing and the and the goods parts of the economy.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, you know, one of the sayings you hear out there is, uh, uh for real investment is uh, buy low, sell high. Fair very astute, right? Uh, and one yeah. of the things that uh, real estate investors like to do, uh, a lot of them, uh, is look at the cycles and look at the opportunities uh, to to buy, right? And I think one of those, those sectors could be uh, the office market. Uh, what do you guys uh, see in 2023 and, and moving forward for the office sector?
1: Yeah. So uh, certainly, it's going to be a continued story of have and have nots in, in, in the office uh, market, where uh, the high quality assets uh, in in major metropolitan areas throughout the United States and around the world are that are particularly have a, a ESG orientation, to lead certified, etc. Those are assets are going to continue to be be of of demand. We also think we'll see more of those market participants. Uh, be creative around the the, the types of their uh, arrangements with their tenants. We think flexible uh, workspace will <clears throat> will become uh, increasingly of, of more importance, and so we think there will be continue to be transaction activity in, in that uh, that that portion of the market. For those for those assets that don't fit in there, uh, the the theme that we talk about. Uh, we've talked about it uh, on, on your show and we've talked about it in other forums, is is there is a, a lot of redevelopment and repurposing potential out there. The challenges, a lot of those situations are <clears throat> quite complex. So, you know, in terms of the absolute scale that we'll see in there, I think it's a little bit hard hard to tell right now, but that's the part that we think needs to kind of go through uh, some period of 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 correction and more effort needs to to be put into kind of what's going to happen with that pool of assets over the long term.
0: Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see on that the cycle, if you will, for office properties. You know, when does demand start to strengthen up and and maybe supply a, a dwindle from new supply also to as you mentioned some of the properties being uh, redeveloped for for other uses and um, and then I think for some of the Companies and employees to realize you know what looking uh, looking back, maybe there were some benefits of of having our folks together, <laughs> but uh yeah yeah, it'd be interesting to see you know how long that 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 takes to kind of turn around and increase demand
1: but, and, and to be clear though, we are seeing it happen, so for example, <clears throat> I live in washington d c and in d c one of the largest office buildings in the market right now is being repurposed into a residential oriented uh, themes. There's also certain parts of <clears throat> of DC in and around the wharf uh, areas down by the yards where there's a lot of uh, redevelopment activity occurring. So we are seeing it already happen. I think the question is how how much how much activity do we and does it ever get to, to to something at scale or is it more episodic op- episodic? And that's the, uh, the the point. I think that we're still trying to um, see what happens.
0: So the overall theme then for 2023 on your outlook, what would you leave us with?
1: Resiliency, a focus on those sectors with strong secular tailwinds. The reality is more and more of the world is still moving online. So we're going to continue to see activity in in and around logistics related assets. Uh, We still have a structural undersupply of of housing uh, in the United States and around the world. And uh, solving housing affordability is is an is an area of focus, so we think we'll we'll continue to see activity in in, in and around various elements of the residential related theme, and then this point that we've talked about and and emphasizing again, as I mentioned, have a lot of more conviction around is uh, things that are tied to people having an experience uh, is where we think we're going to see uh, the, the the volume in uh, in in 2023.
0: All right, well said, and uh, we appreciate the experience of hearing about your outlook. Thanks for uh, joining us today, Tim. We appreciate it.
1: Thanks for having us, Michael. appreciate it.
0: All right. And thank you for joining us uh, around the country. Uh, We'll have a link to their actual report at our website at CREshow.com. We appreciate uh, you listening and sharing and reaching out to us uh, if we can help you in any way, if you have any questions or suggestions for us. So, Happy New Year to everyone. And until next week, be sure that you always lead, learn, and laugh and join us for America's Commercial Real Estate Show. Appreciate the show? Consider referring business or doing business with our sponsors. Bull Realty is a commercial real estate sales, leasing, and advisory firm doing business throughout the Southeast, headquartered in Atlanta. Visit bullrealty.com for more information. Commercial Agent Success Strategies provides video training for commercial agents. This training gets five-star reviews from even the most experienced brokers. Learn more at commercialagentsuccess.com. Com. You're invited to connect with us on your favorite social media. You can find us on LinkedIn, Facebook, and Twitter. Don't miss a show of special interest to you. Be sure and subscribe to the show on YouTube and Apple Podcasts. And at the show website, creshow.com, you can subscribe for a weekly email announcing the show topic and guest. While you're there, you also found more videos and podcasts. Thank you for watching or listening to America's Commercial Real Estate Show.